Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Out of Band Show, episode 62. I'm your host, Eric, wow. along with, we got Bailey, we got Ryan, we do not Hello. have Araf. Araf did not decide to join us today, so sad, you hate to see it. Oh. Uh, but he, hey, he's catching up on his sleep from the last 50 episodes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, he's been so dedicated to the cause, he needed a break, so we've granted that to him uh, unwillingly. Uh, but anyway, gentlemen, my, my question for you, and we're going to start with Ryan, because I'm sure he has a hot take about this, because this is a prime subject, uh, not one that we want to tread over lightly, uh, but here we are. What is your favorite brand of disposable batteries? First of all, what is the disposable battery? Well, you know, like a, like a solid like double A, you know? Like an, like an alkaline battery? Uh these alkaline i have a pack of batteries here um are these alkaline yes they are yes so i don't see eric i I don't think you're not supposed to just throw those away in the trash those are what is your favorite brand of alkaline battery (laughs) definitely don't throw those away you heard it here first i don't do that at all well if i may stay here for one second Mm mm-hmm where is he going? Uh, so let me introduce you to my is. battery shipments, which I get about once every three years. So uh-huh. I got a couple of those nine volt bad boys in here. How do you open these up? Oh, yes. For all of those smoke detectors that you have to replace every week. Yep. Yeah. And then I've got my pack of AAA batteries. There's 36 in this box. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I have a 48 pack of AA batteries here. So wow. I'll, I'll brand new freshly minted amazon basics batteries these puppies will last you a couple of years bailey what about you eric you might think you you might think that i like duracell or energizer or the name brands mm-hmm. you know i'm an apple guy i like my name brands but no the best batteries out there are the generic ones that you get in your like TV remote, the ones that ship with the TV, because they last forever. I don't think I've ever had to replace my TV remote batteries. Those are the best ones. I actually have a qualm with that take. Um, so with my PlayStation, I bought like the remote so that I can just watch TV on it or something with the remote without having to use the big controller. And it came with Sony branded batteries. Now, you may not have realized that Sony made batteries, but hold with me here. I put them in. And they work fine. But every once in a while, probably every few days, the PS5 will just randomly turn on. Like just just as if someone pressed the turn on the power button. And it'll be Eric, I think you have bigger problems than batteries. No, no, no. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. It, it's 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 November as as of we're recording. It's not it's not spooky season anymore. Um This is Walmart trying to get back at you, Eric. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the uh, it'll, it'll behave as though the remote has control. Like the remote is what turned it on. And I Googled it. And apparently other people have this problem too with the Sony batteries. So what did I do? I put good old Duracell in there and the problem hasn't happened since. Mm-hmm. Take that, Sony. And with that, let's move on from this highly informative intro segment <laughs> to the news with Bailey. Uh, hi. Bailey here. What an intro, uh, everyone. Wow. Oh. I'm filling in for a Roth. I thought, I thought I'd do a good Roth impression. That was not a very good one. <laughs> I attempted. 
So Aaron Rodgers, huh? What a guy. He is... Uh, oh, the Vikings. He's been in the news today. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the news segment, by the way. Hi, everyone. That's what this is. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, he is apparently taking part of his salary in Bitcoin now. And then, you know, bada bing, bada boom. Aaron Rodgers is no longer just an NFL champ, but he's also a pog champ, Eric. <laughs> now, <laughs> I I don't read much Fox uh, Fox business, right? I don't oh, read a lot oh, of Oh, wow. What a, what a concept. But, but... One one of the articles that they wrote caught my eye about this topic. I just want to read a little section of the article to you both because I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a quote from Rogers in the article is, Bitcoin the moon. And it says that Rogers said that while sipping what appeared to be liquor. And he said, that's why I'm pumped that I recently teamed with Cash App. They have enabled me to take part of my NFL salary in Bitcoin for the very first time. And then they continued with, Rogers made the announcement in his John Wick Halloween costume, still on. So uh, we do have some unanswered questions from this article, though. Mm-hmm. The, the, the questions that I have, how many Robux is one Bitcoin? And I also want to know how many trips to the journey, or otherwise known as that bad like sushi buffet place that Araf once went to, how many trips there does that buy? And and what kind of cordless vacuum do you think you can get with that kind of money? That was a great and rough impression, Bailey. Very very thank good. thank you. Mm-hmm. Very good, Ryan. You're a crypto expert. You got you got crypto. Is this is this real? Because the yes. way that the story was framed made it sound like yes. a joke. Um, no, this is real. <laughs> no, it is entirely real. I saw it on Twitter this morning. I'm like that that there's no way. Mm-hmm. I, and here we are. I mean, are they have they negotiated a specific set quantity of Bitcoin? Or are they, is it US dollars that will be paid out in whatever the relative price of Bitcoin is at that time? I honestly have no idea, but I do know that they're doing a promotion with this. He is handing out like a million dollars worth of Bitcoin, probably from like face value today. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure this is just a sponsorship opportunity from Cash App. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. Interesting. Bitcoin the moon. What a, what a quote. Bitcoin the moon, huh? Also, as I was reading that, the Fox Business like ad went on like full blast. You guys couldn't hear that, but like I was dying inside. <laughs> I, I all of a sudden there's just a video playing, and I'm like panicking because I'm like, can they hear that? That's all. Do people watch Fox Business? I'm genuinely like, regardless of the politics of it, I'm genuinely curious. Oh, no idea. Yeah. Well, they have Fox Weather now, so you can get your. Do they actually? They do. That's a new thing. Um. My Dogecoin's on the rise. <laughs> Did we talk about that? I bought a Litecoin miner a couple a couple episodes Man, ago. I do a couple. A couple. <laughs> like a year ago. That. I still have that. <laughs> Is it still running? No. Like, do you still, no. Okay. My my roommates won't let me run it. So Man, I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know because they leave the lights on all the time, so and they say they're trying to help the environment, but <laughs> In the time that Ryan had last brought up the Litecoin miner, like Dogecoin just died, and then all of a sudden, like since then, has like tripled. I'm get I get the sense that that's kind of how that rolls. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the world of yeah. cryptocurrency. Dogecoin to moon. Now, w- with the Aaron Rodgers thing, right? I imagine his stance 
is he has enough money for the rest of his life. Like he's married or engaged or whatever to Shailene Woodley. Like yeah. they're going to have a family. He's got enough money. He's fine. Why not speculate a little bit? You know, it's like investing, but with a sponsorship, I'm sure he's getting paid something extra from cash app beyond just the normal salary to be, yeah. be a part of this. Um, and honestly, I kind of think it's a decent deal. Like you're getting Bitcoin and hopefully the it just doesn't crash. But even if you treat it as a long-term investment, it's just going to keep going up eventually. You would think, you would hope. And if it doesn't, he has enough money. Mom, if you're, if you're listening to this, this is not a sign for you to buy more Bitcoin. Oh all right? no, don't do that. You have enough. We're good. We're, we're good. No, I don't want to hear it. No, we're good. That's enough. No more. Not some new app that we found. No, we're we're good. We have enough. Eric, yeah. If there's anything that I've learned from this podcast, it's that mm. you don't have enough money until you've named at least one of your children a random collection of numbers and letters and then forget their name. <laughs> forget the that they exist. Can can we roll that clip again? That plays in my Don't head make almost me do every that day. Again, <laughs> I I think about that all the time, Eric. <laughs> Thought that was a password or something. Okay, roll the clip. Sorry. Oh, oh, you mean my kid? That sounds like a password. Yeah, he's great. Mom, we don't need more XRP, mom. Stop. Take no, put the wallet away. We don't need it. Stop. I don't care what the guy in TikTok said, all right? It is not going to the moon. Bitcoin the moon. Love you. And with that, let's move on to hot takes with Eric. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hot Takes. I'm your hot take specialist, Eric. And, you know, we've we've talked a lot on this podcast about the essence of, we have. of time. You know, we've really gone deep into things like, should there be time? What is the purpose of time? Can we switch to a single bit time or no time system? That one's my personal favorite. That's right. Um, but this week, I want to talk about something that is going to hit close to home. For a Daylight lot savings. Daylight savings. That's right. Because this weekend, it is going to be daylight savings time. Now, you could make the argument that this is the good one, where we fall back an hour and, you know, we have an extra hour of sleep. Some may also see Ryan, I'm sure, will take that as an opportunity to stay up an hour later so he guarantees himself the same amount of sleep, but with more time during the day. This is what I expect. Ryan, is that what you were planning on doing? At the, I, I was, I, you know, that extra hour, that kind of throws my whole circadian rhythm off schedule, and then I show mm-hmm. up an hour late to everything or early or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ryan Ryan is actually using that extra hour to write to his senator. Yeah. Everyone should use that extra hour every day time. to write to their senator why this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you know what? 
I kind of like it. No, 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 no. Canceled. Whoa, wait. This 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 segment is canceled. No, no, no. no. Bad. No, hear, nope. hear, hear me out. Wrong. No, no. Hear me out. No. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. There is no better feeling than the feeling on the fallback daylight savings time when you go to bed and your circadian rhythm gets messed up and you wake up an hour early. Like, let's say I'm supposed to wake up at 6.30. Let's say I wake up at 5.30, right? You look at the clock. You realize it's 5.30. And then you're able to go back to bed for an extra hour. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that doesn't happen at all. Maybe you just sleep through it. And then you wake up and you go to work just that more better rested. And in, in the spring... You know, I believe that everyone needs a little bit of chaos in their life. No one can really have a good time until everyone suffers. And I feel like having to spring forward and lose an hour of sleep really brings everyone together in suffering. Like, we all have to experience that. And, you know, I really think that that brings humanity down a couple steps, you know, really humbles us reminds us that we are not in control of time time is in control of us and if you get rid of that you lose that right you're gonna have everyone be happy and as the government will tell you that's not allowed so with that i think that daylight savings time should be codified into eternal law written in stone for the rest of eternity no no what kind of things are they teaching you in Stevens Point, Eric? Yeah. You've changed. Um let's let's just say the What the, happened to time no time? Hmm? The the political What happened to that? The political demographics are a bit different between Madison and Stevens Point. Let's just say that. Let's just say Yeah. That. Yeah, you got a bunch of daylight savings people over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that um, what it is? Actually, there there's probably a decent amount of people that believe that uh daylight savings is a plot by the deep state to ruin everybody's lives mm-hmm. so yeah even here i'm in the minority it's a plot it's a plot by big daylight big daylight, <laughs> big daylight. <laughs> by uh, the, the the watch companies are trying rolex <laughs> they're trying to, big rolex imagine, imagine oh i'm imagining imagine <laughs> yeah <laughs> Go. Imagine going anywhere with that. <laughs> imagine being a developer of an mm-hmm. application mm-hmm. and your user does something at like eleven thirty or sorry, one thirty AM in the morning, and then suddenly the clock ticks from a from one fifty nine fifty nine PM back to one AM and now your user has already done things in the future. And is now I doing mean, tasks out of order. I mean, if they're going to time travel, I kind of respect it. Like, good on them. Imagine every clock manufacturer <laughs> everywhere having to put a CST, CDT thing in their thing. So the clock will automatically change. Otherwise, the user has to do it themselves. And imagine having to update every clock twice a year in your apartment. <laughs> and then the one in your car because that's wrong and that, that no one remembers how to update their car clock because when when would you ever change the time in your car when daylight uh, pro- savings time starts savings, or yeah. ends yeah. you know ryan's being very passionate 
when the mic just starts cutting out in Discord. Yeah. I mean, I I think what big big time should do is make it so oh, that that's big daylight to oh, you. Oh, big daylight. I'm I apologize to the yeah. to the to the corporations out there. I think what they should do is change like so watches, right? They have the little dial on the side that lets you change the time. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that. Unneeded. Mm-hmm. Because Yep. Watches are like a fashion accessory. They're they're supposed to go with your outfit, go with the times. And you can't have someone wearing a six month old watch. That's just that just no. won't do. So you have to go in and get it replaced no. with yeah. a brand new That's watch so six that ago. fits summer time or no. winter time. I think mm-hmm. that would work. I don't go on Reddit very often, but you guys would be so proud of me because I saw there's a guy that does not charge his Apple Watch. He just wears it as an accessory, doesn't even check the time on it. Like it's just dead on his wrist? And I'm like, you you paid $500 for a wristband, okay? You could take the opposite strategy and uh, Linus from Linus Tech Tips, we we all know Linus, he daily drives a galaxy note nine still in 2021 that's like four five years old but he also keeps an iphone in his pocket so he can use an apple watch like he carries two phones (laughs) on him just so he can use an apple watch because he hates android smartwatches that's dedication i respect that i do too that's that's stupid (laughs) i'm sorry speaking of that stupid, stupid let's move on to the next segment with ryan The tech fails are simple. The people are not. And welcome to Tech Fails, everyone. My name is Ryan, and today we're going to recount some of the technological failures that have happened over the years. Today, we are talking about something that happened relatively recently in terms of how long this has been around for, our subject being photography. Now, As some of our older viewers, some of our so-called boomers may know, there was a time before digital imagery uh, where you had to use film, actually, to take pictures. So imagine having this large camera device, which you had film inside of, and when you took a picture, it did it the old-fashioned way. It's uh, Ryan, I'd like to correct you. It's not called film, it's called a movie. Thank you. Thank you. And then you had to get that movie developed uh, at a movie store, and uh, then you would get your pictures. So um, there was a very large company that was dedicated to producing movie, uh, and it was called the Eastman Kodak Company. And they were founded in 1892, I believe, and they were one of the premier producers of movie um for a very Ryan, you know what i just want to point out something real quick that company was founded 12 years after my house was built yeah that's all that's how old bailey's house is and just like the kodak company Sorry, bailey continue. is going bankrupt hey oh ha hey that's called college eric hey so kodak uh was a very major company they have a very long history lots of business stuff um that you could learn about historically True story as well, they they also identified the production of the atomic bomb or the testing of the atomic bomb since um, the like particles or electrons or neutrons or whatever 
were being shown up on, on like their film and stuff in their production facilities. And they were like, what's going on? So very cool. However, as you may know, we turned into a digital age, age relatively recently, and Kodak is not really here with us anymore. The situation behind this was that Kodak had developed the digital camera and then said, wow, if we do this, no one will need to buy film anymore. So let's not do that. And so they stuck behind. Other companies built digital cameras. They took off. And guess who was still stuck making movie? If you haven't realized, we're, we're still calling movie film. <laughs> um, Kodak. And so in 2012, they filed for bankruptcy, uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection, and they stopped selling uh, cameras, and they switched over to just solely doing enterprise products. Someone is apparently selling Kodak cameras under a different name or something like that, or selling their own cameras under Kodak's name. Um, but it's kind of a, you know, a sad thing to see a, what, a hundred, 200, 100 year old, 120. How does math work? Stop. One, one, or, two, stop. one or two years. Yeah. At least a one year old company go bankrupt. I mean, it's pretty similar to the tale of Blockbuster when you it, think it about is. it. Yeah. Like they, they also had a, a digital distribution service for movies around the time that netflix was around but they were getting better profits in the films in like the rental rentals physical rentals and so they said we're just going to stick with this because this is what's getting us the most money and i mean that's just classic not planning for the future and that's why netflix won and that's why other companies like fujifilm out of japan won because kodak was sitting on a gold mine in the digital camera industry and decided, nope, we get more profits from our film. We're going to keep it that way. And then they were behind. Um, I know they, they they did make digital cameras, or they at least tried to in like the early to mid 2000s. Um, I remember having one of those when I was a kid. Uh, but yeah. And these days it doesn't matter because most people just use their phones anyway. So yeah, most people. Okay, yeah, no, that that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> like like if you buy a camera these days, you're an enthusiast. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for like enthusiast things. Mm. Yeah, Ryan, how much uh how much movie have you bought? I actually have never bought movie before. Um it's almost, that's crazy to think about, but yeah, on my DSLR is mostly just have it for a show. It's just on a shelf for the entire year so okay yeah sometimes i take it out just to flex on people it's a nice feeling i feel like that's half the things you have yeah it's like when you drive up in the ferrari it's like yeah this does the same thing as like a subaru outback but you know what cost more you know i i don't think that's an equivalency no i, I don't I, know I, have you been in a subaru outback no. before i have it's that thing can car. do zero to 60 in like two seconds but, it's terrifyingly but, fast but is it a Chevrolet Cruze, Ryan. It please. is not. It might be faster. <laughs> In autumn red or autumn rust. metallic, Bailey. Ah, please. I just thought it was old rust. I, <laughs> I hard to say. A Subaru Outback is like a truck engine. 
in the form factor of like Bailey, a small wh- van. What are your thoughts on Kodak? You, I don't think you gave your your opinion. I I think it's left its mark in other ways. Like this is definitely gonna be one of the things that like our kids' generation is gonna bring up. They're gonna be like, "What does a Kodak moment mean?" Because I feel like that's like a term used in a bunch of different like media, right? Yeah, it was. It's gonna be one of those things where like. We have to go and explain to people, oh, here's how you develop film or like, here's what that actually looks like. It's it's also becoming like a nostalgia thing now. Like people are all of a sudden like clamoring for film as like the aesthetic, you know, mm-hmm. like two of my friends just went out and like bought like crazy amounts of money worth of cameras from eBay just for developing film. And I'm like, I, I, I got a camera right here. Put whatever filter I want on it, send it to wherever I want, but, mm-hmm. you know, to each their own. It's it's a fun, fun little aesthetic. Yeah, I mean. Nostalgic. As I've mentioned multiple times on this podcast before, there is a pattern in human history of people becoming nostalgic for something from their kit, from their childhood when they hit around like the 20, like end of college, post-college term time, like 20, 25-ish. Um, you can see it with video games. People have disposable income. So they are like, oh, I want to spend money on things that I had when I was a kid. They're both, both of my co-hosts are pointing toward my large shelf of video games sitting right behind me. (laughs) Um, but you see it. Yeah. With that too. I mean, that's why Polaroids and the, the Fujifilm Instax and that kind of thing are having a resurgence because people are like, oh, that's the cool retro thing. Why are you actually drinking a V eight? Are, are you actually drinking a V eight? <laughs> Ryan holds up his antacid. You're gonna need that <laughs> after you drink your V eight. You gotta realize, Eric, this thing. The, all right, Bailey's addicted I'll to energy here. drinks made by. That's a, that's a V eight energy Wait. drink. Mm-mm. One combined serving of veggies and fruit, excellent source of B vitamins per serving. 50% less calories and sugar than a leading energy drink. No added sugar. My favorite thing about this, though, so I thought I was all high and mighty drinking this V8 because it had a serving of veggies and fruit. Then I go and look at the ingredients. You don't, have to, you don't want to know what the veggies are mm. in this, Eric? Sweet potatoes. <laughs> nice. Oh <my> God. <laughs> I And the sad thing is, Ryan, I'm pretty sure that's his only serving of fruits and vegetables in a day. Rude! Wow. I just had a salad. We did go grocery Rude. shopping earlier. Today. I've never seen. Okay. I've never seen. You I have will a salad say, in ad- in addition to the salad, I did have some spray cheese or cheese whiz, as the kids call <laughs> and it. Then I, d- I did a cracker with cheese whiz and then a nerd gummy on top, and it was great. It was. I can't believe they you make had that. nerd gummies. See, we yeah, we have just somehow just segued into the story time. I was gonna this, make this is a great story. So for dinner tonight, I made steak. Right, it was good steak. Quick trip, and that no, it was. Ryan, uh, I was just. <laughs> it was from it was from uh, Metro Market, pick and save. Oh my um, god, that's where we went. Yeah, really, it, it, was, it was really good. Uh, the problem is, I was halfway through the steak, and then I realized I had planned on like steaming some vegetables in the microwave, and I didn't. And so I finished the steak, and then that was my dinner, and that was it, and no vegetables were eaten. I see, Eric. We sound like my grandparents. They're always just like Bailey. So I went to this restaurant. And oh, the chicken. the chicken, it was, it was incredible. You got to get the chicken when you go here. 
I made a lentil soup. That's it. It's, I'm waiting to eat we it. Discover what lentils were today. Podcast. Good soup. Did you know that the only ingredient in a bag of lentils is lentils? Yeah. Did you know that before today, I actually thought that lentils were just beans, but apparently they're kind of their own thing. Yeah, they're separate. Yeah, yep. did not know that. Mm-hmm. I'm stupid. Well, that was a good tech fails. Let's move on to story time with Ryan. The stories are simple. The people are not. And welcome back to Storytime, everyone. My name is Ryan, here again after our last segment. As you may know, a few episodes ago, or last episode, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering, we started discussing the dryer in Bailey and I's apartment. We live together bum, bum, bum. along with two roommates, and we all share the same washer and dryer with each other. However, a while ago, that dryer stopped working after maintenance took it apart and then didn't put it back together. We have updates, and we would like to provide you with them. Updates. Updates. Oh, On Thursday, September 30th, one of our landlord's contractors sent a technician who looked at our dryer and determined it would need more parts. So then... On October 8th, a technician came with that part and then took the dryer apart and said that they needed to order another part, which would come that next week. Bailey? I, I do want to add that the the first time that the repairman came over wasn't to repair the dryer. It was to clean our vents for the dryer, which, one... He asked us, he's like, does the dryer always make that sound? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, it's not supposed to do that. We're going we're gonna to repair that for you. Also, they never cleaned our vents. That's what they were here to do. It's been a month. That never happened. That's all. Continue. So then on October 11th, our landlord did a showing of our apartment. And I think this is, this is kind of where we had uh, gone up to last time. Um, and during that showing, they said, wow, the door on your washing machine is not on, like, as did, you know, is someone looking at that? To which I respond, our dryer has not been working for a week. We're taking things one day at a time here. (laughs) On October 15th, after waiting a full week, for someone to come and repair the dryer, as was promised to us on October 8th, we reached out to our landlord to express our displeasure. It had been 11 days without a washer and dryer for the four people in our apartment, and we had started using a local laundromat to uh, do our laundry instead. Now, laundry is not cheap. Uh, It's like $2 to wash and like $2 to dry, per load so if you're doing several loads you can start adding up and then you also got to drive and that takes up some of your time that you could be spending working or sleeping i guess if that's something you do um on october 19th the landlord said that maintenance was still waiting on a part to arrive to fix the dryer and then which they said that they would have someone coming monday october 25th so there was a full two weeks so that there was they, they came and then said someone would come that next week and then we emailed because no one had come and they said, oh, next week someone will come after that. So on October 25th, I come home like at 4.30 p.m. 
And I walk over there because they said that they'd be there by five. And no one's come to repair our dryer. What the hell? Five o'clock passes and I almost have a stroke. Uh, I make several phone calls. I start looking up for lawyers. It's been, we've been without a dryer for like 20, 21 days or something crazy like that. When, when I heard this from Bailey, I legit told him to have you like contact the tenant resource center in mm-hmm. Madison to like sue. Because we, we had had, we have no way of doing our laundry other than through a local laundromat and they were not compensating uh, us for it. So on October 25th, that same day, after the time window had passed, I sent a very aggressive email to our landlord informing them that we were extremely displeased and that we had signed the apartment partially because of the in-unit laundry, which was not available to us, and we were demanding compensation for the fees of doing laundry off-site. On October 26th, the landlord responded by saying, Kurt stopped by yesterday and knocked on the door, and he could hear someone in the apartment, but no one answered the door. So they left. Typically, they'll have a key to get in. So I'm not sure why that happened. They then refused to also provide us compensation after talking to their owner and then said that someone would come. Well, Ryan, they didn't refuse. They literally just said, unfortunately, the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's the worst way to phrase that. They said someone would come November 1st to fix our laundry. That is uh, today. as of Today is November 1st. Today is the day. So... Luckily, this morning, someone from the appliance company came by and they did no, they whatever. Knocked on, they knocked on the door. They knocked on the door. I heard the knocks. I did not let them in, but they got in somehow, which was good. And they fixed the dryer. They put the parts in and it works. But here's the kicker. They said that after all of the repairs that they've tried on our dryer, that they were not able to fix the issue that they had originally been there to fix and they're going to order a new dryer wait 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 (laughs) i did not hear this this is my first time hearing this part yes it is so you're telling me (laughs) yep your yes we are laundry was out for a damn month basically Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. for nothing yep nothing was accomplished in this span of time what the hell i mean you guys probably both remember the the last apartment we were all in. One of the dryers mm-hmm. or washers or w- something broke, like very early on in our tenure. Yeah, that was replaced within days. Yeah, like I barely noticed yep. it was gone. <laughs> like just you know, in fact, slotted uh, in a new one. After the, I think it was the second week, Ryan. After the second week, whenever Ryan started to get fed up with this, he's like, I'm going to go email our last landlord and tell her she was a great landlord. I did. I did do that. That did happen. <laughs> um, she she responded back, too. Um, let me see if I have that. Eric, she, said, she gave us M&Ms on the tour. All right. She did do that. That, that is peak landlord. Also right there. gave us a discount for parking or gave me a discount for parking. That's right. Anyway, when our heat broke in my apartment last year. When I, I sent an email saying, hey, it's not working super great. Could you look into it? She called me like a half an hour later and she was like, oh, my God, are you OK? Like she was like, if you want to go out and buy us space heaters, I understand. We'll pay you back for them. Like we just want to make sure that you're warm. And I'm just like, nah, if you just like it's it's fine. 
Just like send someone to fix it at some just, point. Just fix it. <laughs> yeah. And they wheeled in like, three I, different heating units in the span of about a week. I mean, <laughs> like, yep. to be fair, it is Eric. like one of the basic services that a that a landlord can provide is heat. And if mm-hmm. they don't do that, yeah. the building is not up to code and they can get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric, I once called them to complain about our squeaky door. And before I was even off the phone, I feel like our door was fixed. Was it? Maybe that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but it was pretty I quick. I don't know if the squeaky door was ever fixed. Are you talking about the front door? No, Mine was, oh. not the front door. No, I, I was about to say the front door that, was just That left. thing was insalvageable. Yeah, not that was happening. beyond repair. Yeah. But it yeah. was also a great intruder warning. Like, that's right. As we've talked about on the podcast, <laughs> a 3 at literally 3 a.m. on a Saturday, I'm just lying in bed awake and I hear someone try to get in. That yeah. that helped. Mm-hmm. That's real great. Yeah. Our previous landlord. So if anyone's looking to. Oh, go ahead. Our previous landlord responded by saying, Wow, what an awesome gift you gave my heart. I wish all tenants <laughs> were you. Wow. She's the best. Wow. Oh, man. So if anyone wants to go rent on the Madison campus, Fritz Campus Rentals, that's where you go. Get it. Not a sponsor. Just a fan. Just, just, just good. a fan. Just a fan. Just a fan club. Imagine. Imagine. Man, I, I, I'm going to cut the Imagine intro to this segment, or the last <laughs> segment, and I'm probably going to cut that too. <laughs> Just so you know. Uh, we're done here. Yeah. You're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. You're and done, with bye. that, let's go ahead and move on to the outro with or off. No. So close. That's close. close I'll enough. take it. Well, folks, that's our show for today. If you liked what you heard, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or two. We hope to see you again next time, but until then, don't cancel your Outlook events. Stay safe!